Hello, 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 hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Left Up Podcast. It is your local stallion, your local bad girl, Miss Chira. It's Naz. And it's Bevs. And today we have a very, very, very special guest. We have a lovely, lovely lady, Abby. Hello, what's up? Hey. (laughs) What up? (laughs) Abby, do you want to say a few things about yourself? Sure. Introduce yourself to our listeners. Yes. Hello, everyone. What's up? I'm Abby. I probably know some of you, maybe <laughs> not all of you. I am so excited to be here on the podcast with you all, all beautiful ladies here. Um, Fevin asked me a couple of days ago, was I it? I did, yeah. yeah. And I was You've been like, on our list for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Abby has yeah. been like one of our top people that we've wanted on the podcast from the beginning since we started this thing. We're yeah. like, we have to have Abby, you know, she represents so much great things. Thank We're like, you. yeah. <laughs> awesome I'm so excited to have you on Because the girls have been Talking about all the amazing stuff That you do So I'm Thanks. so keen I'm excited to talk to you Get to know you It's exciting mm. Yeah <laughs> I'm feeling it I feel like Abby is like The definition of growth Every year she's mm. like a different person Like yeah. in a good way Okay Like she constantly grows Yeah And it's great to see Yeah mm-hmm. Yeah Is that one of the things That you kind of focus on Like trying to evolve And just grow as a person And yeah. Is that your, yeah, it's kind of a natural thing. Mm-hmm. It's I fell into it. Yeah, I fell into it. I was at a time in my life where I wasn't here. I was completely disconnected, and then I kind of just went on this pathway, and now this pathway just seems to keep evolving. All right. So my question for the day for this episode is: Are you open to moving for love? I asked you guys this like the other day when we went. For, when were we going? I can't remember where we we're going. But I asked you guys this: Are you guys open to moving for love? For me personally, yes. Okay. Like, I'd be open to it, depending on where it is, though. Okay. It just, but, yeah, I definitely don't see myself settling down here in Perth, mm. but, yeah, I'd probably, I can see myself moving for love. Okay. Yeah. Um, For me, I would move, for sure, but, like, there has to be, like, a time limit. Okay. Uh, like <laughs> oh, like, you wouldn't just go? I wouldn't go forever. Okay. Like, no. unless I really, really, like, it's... Love the place as well. So it's okay. more it's more than the person. Like yeah. I love the place as well, then I'd move there. But if it's just for the person, I would do it for a time period. But eventually, like, he would have to move, y'all. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if that's realistic because I never see the guy moving. It's always the girl. It's true. It's always the female that picks <laughs> yeah. up their things and they dip hair. Yeah. yeah. All the time, it's always, always the female. I always say I want my kids to be raised with my um, parents and stuff. Period. So yeah. I would like them to come here eventually. But I wouldn't mind for, like, two years. That would be nice. Yeah. To, like, go there. What about you, Abby? I would. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel I don't feel like Perth is my place where I'm going to settle. Yeah, okay. And so, and I don't believe that the person for me is here. Mm. Wow. Oh yeah, me neither. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I felt that one <laughs> <laughs> heavy. <laughs> so I'm out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I if he was know. like just okay, if he was just like, look, I live in Antarctica. <laughs> Antarctica is not an option. <laughs> no, if he was like, look, that's would you go? Antarctic. Do you know what? I feel like if I'm a, a hopeless romantic. Like, hopeless. If yeah, my babe you. lived in, like, Abu Dhabi, Dubai. Oh, that's like, that is <laughs> cool. That's not even that bad. That's like the magician. That's kind of lazy. I ain't gonna lie to no, you. You gotta, you gotta say, like, mm. you know. I'm talking about, like, just places that you obviously would not want to be in. Okay. Like Iraq, Afghanistan. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. It's qu- that's question. Yeah. My question is why they're beautiful like, places. It's just yeah. they got issues. War torn yeah. countries. War torn. 
I think if my safety is a question, then I'd be like, why why can't you come here? Come here. Yeah, yeah. like it depends yeah. on the scenario. But Antarctica, babes, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so the sorry, no. <laughs> I don't do extreme cold, like yeah. extremities, nah. Mm. nah. Yeah, that's why I say like, yeah, it has to be somewhere that I can also see myself like enjoying yeah. outside yeah. of my relationship yeah, like you're sure. gonna have to have a life for yourself yeah. as well definitely yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely. otherwise you're gonna end up resenting being, them. yeah being yeah. miserable like yeah. nah yeah. no 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 i've Just got to travel s- together mm. yeah that yeah. would be yeah. so beautiful yeah yeah, uh, yeah that's the goal <laughs> well sticking on the topic of like moving for love i was listening to like another podcast and they were talking about like um moving in with your partner like after six months, is that something you guys are open to? No, no, <laughs> nah, not six months. That's a bit like. What if you're head over heels? Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? Like, I'm not gonna say no. Actually, <laughs> like you can't I really just, put a time. Yeah, in you it. can't. You can't. You can't. I just I think f- it would definitely like change great. it. I feel like it actually, like, I feel like it's a good thing because then you get to know each other, like, faster on, like, the real shit, like you know? Yeah. yeah, like, it's mm. not a honeymoon phase anymore. Like, you have to be I don't know. I've experienced both. Yeah. yeah. So, I've, I've lived with two ex-boyfriends. Yeah. And both times it was too soon. Okay. Mm. But it felt, it was, like, the given next step because we were spending yeah. so much time together. So, we're like, oh, fuck it, let's just move in. Yeah. But yeah. then it I'm almost, like, what's the word? The, the relationship had to progress yeah because okay. we were had we were living with each other we yeah. had to get to know each other on yeah. that level there wasn't i guess this is where i'm speaking from my last relationship things kind of screwed up because the romance started to drop we were, and we worked together as well oh, so we saw each other at work we lived together it was full on yeah, and it wasn't the right decision yeah but to say that again for the next time i don't know i'd probably do it if it felt right, wow. I don't know. Yeah. I feel Working like together, living, living together—that's together. a yeah. lot. That is a that's lot. That's a strain. Yeah, because sure. like, you don't get a break, hey. Yeah, and I'm like, I I like me time. Mm. Like yeah, I like yes. my time totally. alone. Like I can't be yeah. around people too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. It really just drives me insane. So that's yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it was. I feel like I'd be suffocating like, in a sense. Yeah. There wow. was times when we both said we felt like drowning. We were drowning. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The only time you had away from each other was on the drive home. When you Well, because we're, we were both PTs, so we wouldn't be, like, working together. We'd yeah. see each yeah. other around the gym. But, you, yeah. but then our work times would be similar, so yeah. we'd be at home in the day uh, at work at the same time. Uh, and I'd be like, All right, I need to just go for a weekend. I'd just go somewhere. I'd be like, yeah. I have to go to the post office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, <that laughs> just go and sit there. <laughs> anything to get out the house yeah, <laughs> i don't know i feel like with moving in I, maybe for me it's a cultural thing as well i don't think my family would be able to accept it like even mm. if i'd been with this person for like years i don't think my family would be okay with me living with without that ring without the ring baby without the ring that i don't think yeah. they'll be happy with it i don't want to lie oh fair enough yeah yeah but it's one of those things. I'm open to it, but mm, six months, I feel like it's too soon for me yeah, personally. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's not really that long, is it? No. no. Six no. months goes so fast. It goes quick. Yeah. yeah. It goes quick. But you just never know. Yeah. And then no. depending on the situation, like, it, are you guys, is this your hometown that you guys are in? Or like, yeah. It, it can, yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that can, you can speed it up. 
and you know, it just have you just convenience and things like that. And that's that. the thing. That's what it was for me because yeah. I was like, I'm, I, this sleepover bullshit. It yeah. was like really, really screwing up my schedule, and I was yeah. tired all the time. It was like, are we going to be at yours? We're going to be at mine. And then it was just like, oh, fuck it, let's just live together. Yeah, yeah. I get that. It, it was the yeah. next, the given next step. But isn't it, that like a lot of pressure? Like that thing of like when you're in a relationship, there's always like, okay, what's the next tick, tick? Like yeah, it's, it's like true. you're you're mm. in the. It's, it's, it puts so much pressure on yeah. the relationship. Yeah. You're like, okay, next we have to um, move in together. Next we have to get engaged. Next we have to get married. But yeah, next like kind of like what you were saying, it's like when you do make that steps too soon, you get all that pressure on you as well. Yeah. 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 It just seems like you're kind of, not, I don't want to say rushing, but it just seems like you're way ahead. Like yeah, where you're, you're not totally, meant to, yeah, totally. like you're just not meant to be there, but you're already at that stage. But yeah. how do you find not like to do that mm. like how do you not do it like <laughs> i don't know i think it's a natural just don't thing. move in hopeless <laughs> <laughs> romantic i'm super hopeless romantic yeah. like i'll just fucking you know like fall over if i need to you know <laughs> but i found that that's what i being a hopeless romantic i was like i want that next thing i want to feel like yeah, every single thing yeah. in this relationship now and that mm, was yeah. rushing yeah and that's, that wasn't healthy i guess yeah. yeah but i feel like it's something as women we do do it so like unintentionally it just starts happening you start applying pressure on yourself there's yeah. the whole thing with the biological clock you start comparing to your peers yeah. but like this past few months so many people have gotten engaged so many people are getting married yeah. so many people are popping Pregnant. out babies yeah. and it's just like i start looking at myself and i'm like pandemic where's babies. my life like yeah i saw this saw this meme where it was like half the people on my timeline are getting COVID and half of them are getting engaged. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. <laughs> That's so true. And then what about us? The other But to be honest, it's just like they're more so the one percent in a sense. Like what is seen on social media yes. isn't really what can it's not what happens in real life. Yeah. Like it's just not realistic. Like yeah. people put the you know, make it seem like they're pitch, like just perfect lifestyle and, you yeah. know, they're so happy mm. and things like that. But it's not, it's not the case. I completely and that's the problem when people, like, when we start to compare ourselves mm. to these things and, like you said, like, you start to pick yourself apart and then when something does come your way, you kind of, sometimes people, I feel like... You block people, your blessing. Yeah. 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 I agree. And it's just like, you know... Or, or the other, where people just settle. And for just something. just for something, just for yes. anything to come yes. this way, yes. just, just to be at that point in life, yes. exactly, because yeah. that's yeah. where you're meant to be. Yeah, yeah. well, what you think you're meant to be, rules. exactly. Yeah. Men, men create these rules. <laughs> patriarchy, yeah. patriarchy, yeah. Yeah. totally yeah, for real. So it's just, yeah, yeah, it's just the patriarchy. Yeah, but I don't that's know. Silly. I'm big on reclaiming things in my yeah. own life, like. Mm. I feel like you just need to let everything happen when it's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like exactly what you're saying, you end up settling for a partner who's not for you or you end up being in a situation that's not where you're supposed to be. Like just let life and let be. It's funny that you say that. I remember there was the moment that I realized my ex wasn't for me. We just was, see you later, gave him a hug and something, (laughs) (laughs) just a hug and something dropped in and was like, are you in love with this person or are you in love with the feeling of love? Mm. And I was like, it wow. hit me. Yeah. It just hit me. And wow. I was like, damn, like I've like romanticized this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Like it's, there's so many good qualities about this person, but this yeah. is not the person for me. Yeah. yeah. And that was like settling, you know, and yeah. in that moment it made me question, am I just settling because I have this feeling in my life? Yeah. yeah. That's what like, a lot of people oh, do that. The people, yeah, it's deep. I had like, a feeling yeah. as well. When I, I don't know, like I just had a feeling when I saw you, I was like, I feel like this is not her person. No, but it was the person that was a step in the right direction. Yeah. Because okay. everything pri- prior to that for me wasn't 
healthy. Yeah. Mm. And this yeah. was a healthy relationship. There so was nothing w- negative about it. It just yeah. went right just for each yeah. other. Yeah. So that was the first step in the. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you, you were spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people think that when people are not for you, you you're like, it would have been a toxic relationship. Not toxic. No, but people yeah. t- tend to think that way. There has yeah. to like be true. something wrong with it. No. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There has yeah. to be something yeah. wrong. But yeah. sometimes it, it just. It's just not. It's just not your person. It's just yeah. not meant to be. Yeah. yeah. But people don't think that. They just that's think, true. oh no, you, you've got to be fighting. There's got to be like, like what issues. happened? Yeah. 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 Someone's that's cheated. True. That's like, true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. It's just yeah. not the case. It's because people love drama, man. People mm. love yeah, drama. Yeah. But I feel like it's very common to like love someone but not be in love with them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that happens a lot of times in relationships where you have this deep feeling of love with for someone, and you can get it confused with, oh, I love this person, but it's more. You're not in love with them, if yeah. that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you end up settling and you end up being unhappy because you're not meeting each other's like like needs essentially in, in a way. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I'm like, can I feel like you can also be in love with someone and just not be together as well. So you yeah, you um, have love for that person. Yeah, you can be in love with somebody, but it just may not like if you're going through a stage in your life where hmm. you're it's I don't even know how to word this, but like let's just say you've you've evolved, you're trying to figure out yourself and all these things, but you can still genuinely like be in love with somebody, mm. and they yeah. might be in a different stage in their life as well. Yeah, but just the I don't know, like hey, the compatibility changes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just like maybe you've just out, kind of I don't want to say outgrown each other, but like maybe mm. outgrown the relationship. Yeah, yeah. and okay. it's just like maybe yeah. like you know I'm I'm in that in love with you, maybe for you to. Do you know? I want you to Go be happy. Do yeah, do yeah. what you, you know, what you want out of life. So I think it also can be that case where you can be in love with somebody. I don't think in being in love is the like end or be all like that's yeah. it. But is that not like you love the person, but you know that's not the person you're supposed to be with? Mm. You get what um, I mean? I feel like, yeah. I feel like if you're in love, like you should like I don't know, like you should be able to grow together in some way like yeah i think it comes down to willingness yeah to actually want to grow with that person yeah but i don't know do you believe that we are supposed to be with one person forever i've had this conversation before <laughs> i don't uh i don't it's hard because i don't think it's a natural thing like yeah. as just from like a human being standpoint like yeah. i don't know i so don't like th- multiple partners yeah, or not just not getting fixated on forever. Yeah. And being like, okay, maybe, yeah, we can create a life I've and set up all these things, but there a, may be a time yes. where we do separate. I agree. Yeah. I, and no, we yeah. were the right person for each other through that, that moment of evolution. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I do think so. No, I do think. Like, I feel like before you meet your person, like the person you're supposed to be with forever, mm. there's those people that come in phases, oh, yeah, like in okay. seasons, yeah. like the exes you had when you were younger like the people that you dated and you're like oh no yeah. no like you kind of like fine line and refine yeah and then you meet your soulmate that's what yes, i believe I, yeah i hear that it, it's like all of those experiences shape us for that right person yes exactly yeah. like yep. you go through experiences to be ready for the person that you're supposed to be with yep. but like it's but i don't you know, know because it's like a season then a lifetime. yeah exactly but yep. then there's also like if we're putting like the biological clock on it yep. yeah. most of the time women tend to get married by the time they're 30 so just because they want to have kids yeah. and things like that, right? Yeah. So it's like, how do you expect someone to know their lifelong partner? By 30. By 30. But they haven't even had a real life. But, but <laughs> yeah. that's assuming that every single person meets their lifelong partner. I don't believe every single person meets that person because mm. people aren't patient. 
and we're not willing to actually go through all of these storms to wait for the right person for us. Mm. Yeah, wow. So only some people actually get to have like that earth shaking love with like their soulmate. Mm-hmm. Those people who are patient and they uh, actually go through yeah. like the right seasons, they go through all those turmoils. Yep. And then that person comes along. But yeah. I don't get it. Like how then how are they not patient? I don't really because understand. Because they'd rather settle. Yeah. Yeah. Biological clock. Okay, so the person that's patient, they don't, they don't get like they don't settle at all. I'm not saying they don't settle at all, but I feel like when you're not begging and like waiting, like constantly, like ruminating on, I need a partner, I need yeah. a partner, I need a partner. Mm, you don't true. settle for someone who's lesser than you, or like lesser than what you stand for. Because that's what happens with a lot of people. Yeah. You end up with someone who's not equally yoked to you mm. because you've just been like, oh, I'll take this. Like this person wants to build a life with me. Cool. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. That's, like that's how many? I've heard so many honest. women that are like over thirty that would be like, "Oh, I'll be with a guy for six to like six months to one year, just and then have a kid." But it's like, but I get it. I get it because of the biological clock. Yeah. But but they'll just settle for that person just so that they can get the kid or get a relationship out of it and just be get the ring and be married. Mm. Fuck that. But yeah. it's real. It's real. It is no, real. It is it real. real. And it's I'll fair enough. the same thing too. Like. It is what it is. I'm, like I'm like just gonna have can't. the baby and then ditch the guy. But that, then I believe that if you don't meet the right person, the soulmate at the age of thirty or the biological clock, then maybe are you destined to actually have children or to create that life that we're supposed yeah. to? If we meet them at the age of fifty, maybe that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah mm. maybe. And fifty is the time for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. It's fucked up. <laughs> like, it's pretty wild. It's just unfair. <laughs> but fuck that. Why does it like finding a man like mean that you're gonna have children? That's true. Okay, yeah. well, in this day and age, it doesn't necessarily mean. No, nah, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be a single yeah. parent either, though. That's not my but goal. If, <laughs> I'd rather be a single parent than like not have children, personally. Mm, okay, yeah. so like perspective. So like you would go I through like the process of like doing like IVF and like actually Definitely. having a baby by yourself. Damn, you're strong, man. Yeah. No, no for real. like if you like if you, yeah, some people that. have that connection yeah. where they feel like they want to be a mother. Like that's yeah. their you know their thing. Yeah, yeah. and so, yeah. That and won't stop regardless if there's a man or not or if you've got infertility issues and things like that. Which is, I think it's absolutely beautiful, but I can say for myself, I don't think I have the strength to be able to say I will conceive a child by myself and like raise a child by myself. But that's just me. Yeah. Which is Never underestimate the power of a woman. (laughs) Like women are I feel like back in the day, exactly back in the day that was more like, yeah, how are you going to do it on your own? But it's, we have so many examples, you know what I mean? Like like divorce is so common these days. But there's a difference between having, having consensual sex, being in a relationship and then having a kid and then the relationship not working out and you raising it. But going in with the mentality of, I'm on my own. own. I'm being a a single parent. But it's like usually the case, there's usually, honestly, it's usually one parent that is raising that child just gets a little bit of help. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know if the mentality before going in is just like, I just want sperm <laughs> and just having a kid. I don't think that's the mentality. No, I think it genuinely just doesn't, doesn't work out. I feel like I'm more than capable to raise a child on my own. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah, of course. I'm 100% sure you Of course, you we've been doing for it for sure. years. Not, <laughs> I'm not saying you can't. I just personally would, yeah. for, like if you're going to think about it from a child's perspective, yeah. it would be nice for them to have both parents in life, regardless if you're together or not. Yeah. yeah. You know, because yeah. I, I think agree. it's it's also comes down to like the psychology of it as well. Like it's important for a child to have like that maternal figure as well as the paternal figure for their development. Yeah, but, but it's but it's been a thing. Like you guys have heard of like sperm banks and things. Yeah, like that, where people just, yeah. yeah. I know a couple of people who obviously had babies ideally by I would want you know 
the right way. But if I don't get it that way, then I will go the other way. You're getting a tip of card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm going to pick a muffin with a child. I will like do your application. <laughs> Man, yeah. that's tough. Do you guys feel like you have a calling in life? Oh, a calling. Mm. Yeah. Like I feel like, no, I'm not, I'm not, um, I do, I just don't know what it is. Okay. And I don't, and I think that's a life journey to figure out. It's that a calling out. of, um, in life, like the same as like purpose. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like what's your purpose, purpose. in life? I feel, like, so I feel like everybody has purpose. Yeah. They just I think don't. so too. Yeah. I think like it, it could be right in front of you, but like mm. if you're not really aware, like have self-awareness and are willing to do the work. Yeah. And kind of tap into that journey, yeah. then. Mm. You could, it's probably like it could yeah. skip you. Yeah, yeah. People, there's a like, there's probably more people that don't. Re- yeah, I think there's more people that don't realize what their purpose in life is than there are people that do. Yeah, true, true, true. And I think also like the white noise of like like society and everyone around you can like block you from your purpose. Mm. And also what's taught in school: go yeah. to school, go to uni, get a job, yeah. get married, have kids, have a house. Like, <laughs> wow, that can totally take us away from our line of purpose because yeah. we think yeah. that's what we should be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, what do I like in school? I, re- I was the other day unpacking all this stuff from my mum's house and I saw something, me writing, I want to be a teacher, like oh. a, a school teacher. Yeah. And if I had followed that, then, if you know, if I followed, like, what yeah. everything was saying, go to school, go to uni. Then Were I you raised that way to um, kind of follow those those steps in life? In in some way, yes. Yeah. Dad always said go after what you want, but you've got to get your education. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I went to uni and I was like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not staying here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's – you realise, like, it's interesting because when you have, like like you said, you know, good, like get your education, get a relationship, get have a kid, get married, buy a house. Mm. When you realise that you kind of step out of that, everything, like, everything kind of goes into chaos. Totally. But you find your way in that mess. Yeah. In that and sense. we find ourselves. Yeah, exactly. We, we don't find out who we are in – in the in comfort, yeah, in the yeah, because everything's cushy. Yeah, we're not challenged. Like right now, this whole thing that everyone's facing in in the world is like pushing us to learn about ourselves in ways mm. that we wouldn't have if we didn't have this. Yeah, that's so I true. Agree. Yeah, hundred percent agree. I feel like COVID's been a very big eye opener. Blessing, like in a way, in a sad in a way. Sense. Like it yeah. sucks. Like it really does. But also, I feel like it's been a very good big reflection on how much like the government panics, or even not even that. Like in a sense where like how precious kind of like life is and in a mm-hmm. sense how connected as human beings we are yes yeah. and how quickly I mean? things can change yeah yes. literally yes. in a day in, in a day that's but i also and affect feel the like whole world for like years it's interesting yeah and over the last two years we've really learned how resilient humans can be mm-hmm. yeah and how we can just continue on and how yeah. we can make shit happen if we need to make it happen. Yeah. And how people are coming together now. And what's important. Yeah. Focusing on yeah. what's important. And that's where I feel like a lot of purpose has come out of out of this situation. Definitely. I just love our ability to be able to like make light of everything. Yeah. Like that's just one thing I love about our generation. And I know I've mentioned this before, but mm. it's just amazing how in this situation people are unfortunately passing away there's like a global pandemic going on but people are still able to like make light of it like see the light at the end of the tunnel see the light at the end of the tunnel yeah yeah Yeah. i agree and i think also like people were like on the same path like you know doing the same thing and then this happened and it was kind of like oh they had to figure out set back yeah no and i had to figure out other things and be like oh what else do i enjoy and what else do i like or Mm. like you know it's a time of reflection in a sense yeah where you kind of like reevaluate your life and say like, okay, 
is what I was or was I wasting my time doing X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. and just like okay, let me reevaluate. Let me try something else that I'm, I've got time to actually maybe What's do important something. important yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. do yeah. something that's more important. Am I in a job that I actually want to be in? Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then, yeah, you start to question all that. Then hopefully maybe that puts the, you know, that like makes you want to do something different or what you really wanted to do. Mm. Yeah. You know, because a lot of time, really what sets us back is fear in that unknown. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people yeah. can, it's so, ugh, I hate, because I do this all the time. Like I'll say things, oh, I want to do this uh, or I, like I would love to, just simple things, right? But then I'll say all these things and then I won't do it. And I'm like, I question myself, like, why do I not allow myself to just try it? If, if it yeah. fails, it fails. At least I can That's say I've, given, thing, it, I've yeah. given it a go. Yeah. But it's like that fear yeah. and just like everyone's so afraid to stand alone Yeah, because you just don't yeah. want to be alone. Like we're in a sense where it's weird because we always talk about like, with the, you know, the human race needs to be, we need to be united, unity, yada, yada. But in a sense, it's like, we're so afraid of standing alone. Yeah. yeah. Like we just, we don't want to be like the odd one out. We want to yeah. make sure, like we want to be, you know, if everyone's cupping your hands, you want to clap your hands too. You don't yeah. want to be like the one <laughs> sitting down. It, you think you don't want that, but from the way you move, you actually, that's, it really, that's yeah. what it yeah. is. Exactly. People, people don't want to do something that's different to the norm. Yeah. So it's like, that's, that's terrible and because th- we're not the same people. We're yeah. all different. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's different. Cause it, it starts from when you're a child, like, in classrooms when the teachers are like, oh, um, put your hand up if you don't understand. Half the class won't even yeah. understand what's going on, but you're so afraid yeah. to put your yeah. hand up so and true. to say like, yeah, I'm true. lost, you know? Yeah. Like it just, it's been embedded in us since we were kids. It's just like. Conditioning. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, so I was following you. Abby's journey online, she went to the Outback. Oh, Lord. Outback. It was very, very, very dope. And I just thought it was so cool. So I want you to talk about it with everyone. Why did you go to the Outback? Um, Just happened. It wasn't planned. Yeah. It wasn't planned. So me and my ex broke up. I left full-time PT. I've been PTing forever. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I left full time. I was I knew I was ready to leave and yeah. it was the July lockdown. Okay. It fell yeah. on my 30th birthday and I went I got some friends in the bush here uh, in Jaredale. And I went there and then I was like, yeah, let's just see what happens. I had a trip to Broome planned. Yeah. Well, a trip to um Karajini first. One yeah. of my friends, two of my friends are doing van life. So I was like, okay, we'll go to Karajini. We did Karajini for a week. Drove up to Broome and then met another two friends there. And we only had like five days booked. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's just do five days. But at this moment in time, I was like, I have nothing in front of me. I have no commitments. I left my job Yeah. My, at, the, at that time, full-time PT. I had moved out of the house we were living in. And I just had all this time and space. Yeah. And then I was getting up to Broome and I had only booked a one-way ticket. Because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. We had a few days accommodation booked. And then I just, when I was there, I was like, no, I'm not going back. I'm just going to stay. And see what happens. Mm. And then, oh, it was just like the way everything fell into place. We were, we didn't have any, so we were together for five days in, in Broome, but we only had accommodation for three. And on the last day, we're like, oh, where are we going to stay? Met some random at the markets. This old, beautiful man. And he was like tapping on the sticks, looked like Santa. Yeah. And like we just made <laughs> eye contact and we just had a vibe. And he just ended up chatting and he's like, where are you staying? And we're like, oh, we don't know. And he's like, I've got land. And he <laughs> wow. had been initiated by the Indigenous people like 40 years ago. So he oh, was a nice. caretaker of native title. And he's like, oh, come stay with me. And we're like, okay. And he was just like an enlightened being. Like yep. 
we, I, I was like, oh, Franz, can you show us the way? He's like, I don't need to teach you anything. He's like, look in here. And like, oh, it's just oh like, God. God. really, really beautiful. Wow. And so we stayed wow. with him for a couple of days and he told us his story and he lived on the beach yep. in Broome for a year, naked, in silence. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, okay. A year. Like he built a hut and lived on the beach. For a year? For a year. He oh only organised when he started one person to deliver food to him because he wasn't leaving yep. and that they would just give each other a nod to make sure he was okay. And I was like, whoa, like fully lit up by that. And I was like, I want to live in the bush. I want to do all this. Mm. Yeah. And so after the few days, a couple of my friends started to leave and me and Sabrina, who I ended up staying in the bush with, we were like, should we just go live off grid? Should we just go? And we're like, fuck yeah, let's do it. So we, she was in a car. She had already been travelling just in little Hyundai Tucson that she built. And we lived in this car for like two months in the bush. Wow. And we were just like, fuck it. So we packed up the car full of food, tin food, like canned beans and everything. Mm. We had fresh food that lasted about four or five days because she only had a little tiny fridge. Yeah. yeah. And then Franz told us areas that we could go that was native land that we were safe to be on. And we just drove from Broome up about an hour found a spot and just for two months now we stayed in that spot so this spot was off grid yeah um we were about 40 minutes away from any reception there was no humans there was like nothing but you're not scared animals um yeah so driving up there i I was freaking out okay i was like especially the the like the no reception yeah like we're like what are we why are we doing this and i was like let's just go back to france because he has he had the heaps of land like what let's just do it there and sabrina was like because we went to one place and it wasn't the right place. We're like, this is not, we know it's not this place. Yeah. I was like, let's just go back. And she's like, why are you freaking out? I'm like, because this is freaky, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then we ended up finding this little nook and the Indigenous taught us how to um, basically tune into the land and make sure we have permission to be on that specific mm-hmm. place. Um, do you guys know much about the land and the no. power of how? No. Can you okay. please tell us? <laughs> I can. So we learned the hard way before we were informed by it. I already knew from one of my friends, she was like, make sure that you introduce yourself to the land and just pay your respects. But we did, in Broome, we did a tour that taught us about all the all the food that we can eat and just about the Indigenous culture up there. Yeah. And they were like, they said, you will know when you get kicked off, something will happen and you will know if you don't have permission because you'll, you'll feel it. And we're like, okay. So we went to this one spot. Have you heard of the staircase to the moon? No. Ah, okay, so the moon sets over the ocean there but it, it's so big that it creates a staircase and it looks like you can walk on the on the water to the moon <laughs> wow oh so people go there and watch it and this particular place it's just on this we got told you can go and sit on this hill but where that hill used to be was um indigenous community houses yeah and broom council said to them we're going to knock it down and rebuild it so we can have more more people here they knocked it down didn't rebuild it and it left a whole load of indigenous people homeless this was only two years ago and anyway the staircase to the moon we could watch it on that hill so we went to the hill and i I checked in and i asked for permission and i got a no that said no you're not welcome here but my other friends got yes and we were like well what do we do and i was like well i don't know like and they look we're, we're respectful we know what we're doing we've we've checked in let's just stay and i was like okay fine let's stay Everything was fine. I felt a bit uncomfortable. Like, you know, when you just had this... Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh. But it was cool. So then the next day we went back. and But this time we went into the little um, pub area. Yeah. And we parked in the in the car park, but on the land because there wasn't a car base. So we just pulled up. We're going to go, have a, have a night there, come back out. Car had been smashed, broken into. 
Oh my god. Door, the window, so the window that I was in the passenger seat, the passenger seat had been smashed. Oh and my Sabrina god. had been living in this car for a few months prior. So her whole house was in it. The only thing that got stolen was my stuff. <gasps> wow. Really? Yeah. Oh my, my, my god. wallet full of my cash, like only my stuff. And her her her, her stuff was next to it. Right next to it. Right next to it. Her oh wallet my god. and everything. Mm-hmm. And only my stuff. And I was oh, like, shit. I need like I was like That's your sign. Yeah, yep. that's my sign. I hear it. Like mm-hmm. I you know, thank you. I needed that. It was a bit shitty, but it doesn't matter. And Sabrina wow. checked in, but on her way to Broome somewhere, she checked in, got permission, but ended up moving. Mm. And she woke up in the middle of the night with like excruciating pain in her stomach and had to go to hospital. Wow. Because she didn't ask for permission in that particular place. So we were like, okay, we get it. Anyway, so when we were going off grid, so wow, wow, wow. It's, yeah. yeah that's and, and they always say like animals will come. Or you won't sleep, you'll have nightmares, all of that. Your car will break down. Something like that will, will happen when you're not welcome on the land anymore. Can I yeah. ask a question? How do you actually check into the land? Like, Yeah, good question. So there's depending on the land that you're on, it, it depends on it, – it's what just different. Yeah. So the main thing that we did was you swish a little bit of water in yeah. your mouth and you spit it on the ground. And then, like, we just placed our hand either on the floor or on a tree or something and just say, hey, my name's Abby. I, that's what I'm here for. I respect you. I pay my respects to all elders and yep. um, usually what, what you're supposed to do is know the land that you're on, which native title that you're on and you, you acknowledge the traditional custodians of that. And then yeah. you kind of just tune in and just wait and you'll hear something. This is where our intuition kicks in because that's where you either get a yes or a no or something will be said and you will hear it. It's pretty yep. powerful there. Wow. And so when we got off grid, we were up, um, it was called Walmadan Country and we, you know, checked in and it was like, yes, you're welcome here, but do not overstay, you're welcome. Like, we, we were happy to have you here, but don't overstay. And Sabrina and I both heard the same thing and we do the check-in separately. Okay. Um, and we're like, cool. Like, we will know. And we knew yeah. <laughs> when it was time to go. Um, and so we were there. We were just off-grid for, I think it was only 11 or 12 days in the end. It was long enough without yeah. humans, without phones, just each other. Yeah. Um, we funny. were around surrounded by these trees and then up a little tiny um little four-wheel drive track and then it was just like open land to the ocean so it was like half bush red dirt half ocean and it was just incredible um and so we literally just sat we we, she had an awning we just put out the awning and just and we had deck chairs and that was it we just sat in the bush and we got to know the nature and how the winds would change and how, like, what time of day the flies would come out, which was all the fucking time. There was <laughs> thousands of flies. Definitely. It was disgusting. Like, really? That would yeah. kill me. And oh, my God. The flies would really there piss was me off. The, um, what are those little bugs called? There was just little bugs. There was dingoes. Oh, that was probably wow. the scariest. Oh that God. is so scary. There was hornets. Oh, wow. Like, and, and so we had this net and we're like trying to sit in the net. Like the first few days was fucking hard. Yeah, that was like, tough. I feel like it would be hard for me to sleep. I'd be so scared that like animals would come in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was more I was more afraid of the of the animals. Yeah. Sabrina was more afraid of humans. She's like, what if a random person just pops out of nowhere? Yeah, like, and it Wolf was Creek. Wolf Creek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like fucking, are we going to die out yeah. here? We have no phones. Like we, we, yeah. we didn't realise how far. Because we were just driving. We didn't know when the reception cut out. Yeah. Like, we're thinking it's about only in a little while away. Yeah. And so we really had to get used to it. We really had to. And it was hot. It was, oh, like, yeah. fucking yeah, 40 yeah. degrees or something. Wow. And we had, like, 100 litres of water in the car. Just the big water tank things. Yes. And so we had to just, survive. yeah, survive. It's amazing, though. And it I was love like, that. Yeah. And we, like... 
we got to know what it was like to be a human. Yeah. And yes. to just be. Like, and the conditioning. Away. Taking everything, everything away for you. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Like we yeah. were naked pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Just in the bush, barefoot. Like this is when I first cut my hair off as well. So yeah. all of all of that had gone. Um, and we just like learnt from the wind, from the ocean, what the tides would come in, the tide there's fucking crocodiles. Wow. I can handle dingoes, not crocodiles. Yeah, I'm sure. out. Oh, oh, guys, that was okay. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> crocodiles I'm out. It was full on. Oh and, my god! And we just like they a couldn't lot of do anything. They couldn't leave, so they had to we had this full setup. Yeah. There was a lot of conditioning, a lot of mind frames that were being broken. Like, yeah. how can you just be out here in the bush? There's a fucking pandemic going on. You know, there's all this going on. How can you be out here doing this? Like, you're yeah. not safe. Like, I had, I think, I had probably two nightmares, three nightmares of something terrible happening to my family, and Sabrina had the same thing, mm. of like shit. No one's going to be able to contact us. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, just trying to – and we knew that it was just our mind creating yeah. the story to, to keep us – to take us out of the unknown. It didn't like it. Yeah. And so we just had to sit with it and sit with it. And it was like – it was full on. But it's think, amazing, Do you honestly. think that, like, our, how we've been conditioned and our lifestyle kind of have made us weak – minded and just mm. can't we just don't tap in with our human nature <laughs> instincts yeah. like we don't yeah. know how to like the fact that we're so afraid of really stripping away everything like yeah. when you said that there was no reception that freaked me out yeah, yeah. Totally. you know what <laughs> i mean like it's Imagine. so crazy even yeah, though like yeah. okay you're with like it's just crazy how we're so afraid of that how I'm like, like i think about something basic my phone dies and i'm like what the fuck am i yeah. gonna do yeah, yeah. Like, it's so scary so oh and and that's not what we're designed for exactly. we have been so when you go out you're like what am i gonna do my phone's dead what am i gonna do you, you can't, can't do anything contact anyone yeah like yeah and and no, we have our Disgusting. natural intuition. We have go up to someone and ask survive. Like, and survive. Yeah. We forget like we can't like as if technology's just been around the whole, the whole time. time. Yeah. And it's no. Well, I, I definitely feel like we're disconnected and I felt that. Yeah. yeah. I really felt that. I learned so much about what it was like to be human and to have that inner trust and just be like, no, we can do this. And we had to we had to ration food. We're like, we can't just sit here and eat because we're like, mm. what if we run out of food? Yeah. You know, then we just have to leave. And it's literally survival. Like, it was kind of like survival. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have to hunt for our food. That was the next step. It was when, um, so once we started to get every time we thought, oh, you know, we got this, we got comfortable, we would understand what time of the day the hornets would come out and when we would need to be where and all of that. Once we started figuring it out, it would start changing. So it went from one hornet to two hornets. And they came like two hours earlier or the wow. tide would come out sooner. There was whales in the ocean. There was just that really cool amazing. stuff. That's and then so fire. the dingoes were, were getting more comfortable with us being there. So they started like overnight, they would get into the almond milk. Fucking dingoes drinking oh almond God. milk. Oh like. my God, shut <laughs> wow. And then it got to the point where <laughs> there was one night and Sabrina, the dingoes would be like, they'd make yeah, this noise. they make the sound, yeah. And it was usually around sunset. And they came out a little bit earlier and they went, so Sabrina goes back. And next minute we were circled. There oh, was dingoes, dingoes <laughs> surrounding oh us God. and we could hear them and they start barking and they were barking like basically, are you in position? And we were like, holy fuck, like this is our time. Like oh my we God. need to get the hell out of here. And Sabrina gets this big <laughs> stick and like hits the chair and she's like, Rah, get out. Because like, Sabrina's crazy. <laughs> the hell are you doing? Like, she's like, get in the car, get in the car. Like, she's, like, she's like, we need to stand our ground because that's when they will back down. Yeah. Oh my you have God. to stand. If, if, they, if they sense our fear, they will attack. And I'm like, what 
the hell is she's like get this ticket i just get my phone and start recording I'm like, this is so good. and she's like hurry up they're coming like and we could just sense that they were just coming closer and closer wow and get in that car we got in the car yeah. and it was like not even proper sundown yet so we're like okay we're just going to sit in the car for the rest of the night and her car wasn't we weren't in a nice van yeah like, our head was like this far away from the fucking ceiling so oh it was like gosh. we would sleep like this like oh so you guys night. slept in the car we slept in the car yeah yeah we did have a tent yeah yeah but we, the tent just wasn't working out oh my god and then we did a water fast so we decided mm, just to yeah. fast on water and be in silence yeah oh and so we didn't talk Mm-hmm. And that took this experience to the next level. Yeah, wow. been... How long did you do that for? We it was about forty four hours. Wow. Not talking and only drinking water. Mm. That stripped back even more. Yeah, that, that really stripped it back. I didn't have music either. That's some Sabrina stuff. let herself. Yeah. Sabrina let herself have music and I had no music. And it was like that was like breaking down even more conditioning mm. of like what's what's it like to sit here and like compartmentalize thoughts mm-hmm. without expression. Did you get emotional? Oh, yeah, I purged. I, like, vomited, basically, oh, wow. but, like, energy. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, actual vomit because I had been water fasting. I had nothing to eat. To, yeah. It was more just, like, energetic of just shit that was in my body. And it just allowed – the water allowed me to just clear it out. And then oh when Damn. I got to that point, as wow. I was, like, on the floor, just – Sabrina broke silence because she was, like – I was sitting there, like, so uncomfortable, like, yeah. just making noises, like, oh, like, it was just uh, – because it was hot as well. Yeah. And there's bugs everywhere and there's, like, fucking ants in our food. It was just getting, you know, yeah. getting to the point where it was just so uncomfortable. Agitating, yeah. And then after the purge and when I was kind of just on the floor letting it out, I just heard the voice be like, your time's up here. And I was like, okay, I hear you. Yes. And my ego didn't actually want to go home. Mm. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, we're going to be out here for a month or whatever. My ego was like, oh, you failed. Mm. I'm like, shut up. Like, yeah. I'm doing this right now. <laughs> you did a great And job. so we made a day, I think two days later, we said, okay, two days' time, we'll leave. Mm-hmm. And then all of the animals, everything left. We had no wind. The sunset was perfect. The tide came out at the perfect time because we were washing ourselves and our dishes in the ocean. Yeah. And there was beautiful, beautiful rock pools that we could do that in. But when it started to get uncomfortable, we weren't able to go in the rock pools because there was too many waves or the mm. tide wasn't out or whatever. So then the last morning, the tide went out. There was no flies, no hornets. The whales came back. Like dancing beautiful. in the water and we had like this seems cool like um that scene in Lion King where they go wow. to I swear I was thinking yeah. I was thinking that's how um, it felt when you said that guy that looked like Santa I was like that has to be Rafiki yes <laughs> he's basically <laughs> Rafiki yeah. yeah in touch with the land just knows what's going on <laughs> yeah literally and then we drove back into Broome and then we found another little nook yeah. in Broome where we could park up and we ended up staying there for another month was that off the grid or was that just kind of like, no. yeah? No, it was, we had, we had reception. Okay. Yeah. So it was like, there's a race course there, mm-hmm. a um, horse racing thing. It's just behind that. Ganthian Point. Okay. And we asked for permission. We actually spoke to an elder, asked for permission to be there. And he's like, have you been here before? And I was like, yeah. He said, have you had nightmares? Is, have you slept okay? Have you had any trouble? And we said no. And he was like, okay, stay. That's we so awesome. So beautiful. Wow. Like I saw on your Instagram when you were doing that, like the breath work and things like that. Is yeah. that what you guys did? Um, and when you were off the grid? Yeah, we did breathwork off grid. And that was wicked. Because it, it was It was like, full on. It was full on. Yeah. There's no one else around. There was no distraction. Breathwork in itself is powerful, mm-hmm. regardless of where you are. But because of the intention of why we were there mm-hmm. yeah. and what we wanted to receive and how pure we had already been in our body, yeah. just received so much more yeah. guidance. Would you do it again? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like it makes me want to do it. Oh, me too. Oh, do you know what? It actually inspired so many people. They're yeah, like, yeah, like what you guys are doing is sick. And yeah. I'm like, it's just reminding us what we already have within. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's why a lot of people sparked up because yeah. it's a remembrance yeah. of our ability to live outside I think of all of this. just taking everything away, like stripping everything away yeah. and like just being like one with nature, yeah. one with nature, yeah. one with it's yourself. Incredible. Like, yeah. I think yeah. that's how we, how we should be. I don't personally believe. And that's what showed me by doing that and then coming back into society it was really hard i was gonna say would, okay. it would have been a so what, big yeah, like really hard what did you like what learn what, struggle, what did you struggle with and struggle with yeah i struggled fitting in being who i am now so i struggled oh, being yeah. my new self coming back into an old way of living oh uh, okay. yeah and i found it very difficult to show up who i am at the beginning because I didn't want – I almost wanted to people please. Yeah. I didn't want to make yeah. other people feel uncomfortable. I didn't want to be mistaken for being a certain way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. d- were you kind of finding yourself like having to revert back to your old self or yeah. like trying to – It did happen. Yeah. yeah. It, the best description is being like a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Fish is like fucking yeah, yeah. around. Like yeah. I didn't know which way to be. I didn't know conversations. I was really aware of my conversations. I was really aware of times when I was like making myself small yeah. mm-hmm. and wanting to be quiet because – of sounding crazy or wild or out there yeah. or too hippie or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then also the stimulation of how many people there are, how busy it is, the Wi-Fi, the noise, mm. the lights. I my my nervous system just fucking blew up on me. Oh my God. Really, I don't, I'm not an anxious person. I got yeah. anxiety. Just couldn't handle it because I've been away for so long in such sol- solitude. Yeah. Mm. Coming back into this, it was just like and Perth isn't that much of a busy place. Yeah, it's you know? not. Mm. But still, coming from where you were to this is like a complete different yeah yeah. i think that's like one of the hardest things is when you have like done that soul searching and kind of Mm. evolved and changed and then you go back into society and then like it's hard because okay maybe your friends and family Mm. and everything around you haven't yeah and and then you every so when you do approach people and people want you to be you know people are comfortable people want you to be who you are who they think you are yeah Yeah. and then you kind of see yourself revert back and it's just a a constant like battle it is it's a constant battle and then sometimes as well yeah people look at you like you're weird or people look at you like totally yeah definitely that's why i get when people really just kind of like okay look i have to give it all up yeah. Because it's hard for you to be sticking around and kind of having to just continuously battle yourself and trying to, yeah. I guess, stay, quote unquote, the same or be who you truly are and really changed. Yeah. So sometimes you kind of have to shut it all down. It makes them feel uncomfortable. As well, yeah. Because it reflects back yeah. to them. Yeah. Most, more of what I've experienced is that it reflects back to the people that they're still the same. Yeah. And that they haven't changed. And yeah. then that then becomes a projection from themselves. Yeah. To be like, well, you've changed. Yeah. Why are you like this? And I'm like, well, this is just a reflection as to what you're not or exactly. what you want to be. Yeah. You know? What Definitely. are some of the biggest differences that you saw in yourself, like pre going into the bush and post coming back? Ooh. I think my ability to see who I am for who I am, not for okay. what I have and what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So prior to going, I always had this, and prior to getting into all of this stuff, I had this belief that I needed to show my worth by how successful I am or by what I do and, and all of that. Yeah. And that just come from conditioning, from mm-hmm. my own childhood conditioning. Yeah. But because I stripped everything back to basis, basics, I saw and feel who I am without all of that. Yeah. And so now that I can come back into this, I'm completely okay with living minimally, with not having much and with wh- whether or not I'm successful or define success. I felt the most successful I've ever felt yeah. by living in the bush with nothing. Yeah. And that proved to me that it's just a basic human right that we are just successful by being here mm. and having a life and that's enough. Ooh, yeah. And that 
not without these things, you know, without having a car, without having, because I, I was living out of my friend's car, so I was having to be with them. Yeah. And I didn't have that little sense of freedom that I would normally have, so I was breaking down that conditioning as well. And so it was just being okay with who I am in any given moment. Yeah. Okay. That's what it taught me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. It sounds oh very spiritual. Like, it's very, like, it's not just about you as, like, your human form, but, like, your spiritual being as well. Yeah. Like, a lot of growth in that aspect, which is amazing. Have you always been a spiritual person or did you kind of just kind of come across it? There's definitely been spirituality within my family. Mm-hmm. My mum has always been alternative when it comes to healing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like my, I guess, initiation into spirituality was going through dark times within myself. Okay. And it led me in, onto a path of enlightenment, mm. in my own version of enlightenment and where I'm currently at. But it's something that has been, I guess, worked on and nourished and developed. Do you, so kind of on topic but off, mm. do you believe in like manifestation? 100%. Do you, yeah. Yes. Have you seen it really come to like fruition in the sense where you've, what you put out there is yes. what you'll get? Yes. Yeah. So the way manifestation works, it's, it's just belief system that mm. we live in a limitless world. Mm. And if it's limit, what is destined for us or what is, what is desired by us in our heart has been put there by God or whoever we believe in for whatever reason. Yeah. And if it's been put in our heart, it means that we can obtain it. Mm-hmm. We just have to be willing to break down the conditioning and get rid of all the beliefs that think yeah. that we can't have it. Yeah. yeah. It's basically That's there waiting. We just, it's just on the path. It, it, I believe that everything we want will happen just in its own timeline. Wow. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think people sometimes get it mixed up with just thinking if I manifest, I don't even know, like, okay, I want this. Let's just say I want a job. Yeah, you manifest like you really put that all your life, all your work into it. But people sometimes think it will come to you in a civil platter, no, yeah. and that's not how it comes, yeah. you know. So an example of this is when I was off grid. I was like, I'm going to go back to Perth. I'm going to sell my stuff. I'm going to get a van. Yeah, and I want to continue traveling. I was like, okay, cool. How on earth am I going to make that happen? Like, I want to have enough money for a van. And at the time, I'd, I'd I had been spending most of my savings just by living. And so when I'm living off grid, the last day, my house gets robbed. My car gets stolen. Fuck. Here in Perth? In Perth. Yeah. Stop it. So I'm all off grid. I'm not even at home. My house gets broken into. My car gets stolen. And I'm like, huh, come back. My first day back off grid, my mum calls me. She's all upset, bless her. She's like, I'm so sorry. Your house got broken mm-hmm. into. Your car got stolen. And I was like, instant manifestation. Mm. Because my car's insured for double the money that I paid for it. Beautiful. And I got... See, like, that's how it comes to you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and, and I didn't... Like, the money got deposited into my account two days later. So I came off grid, living in the bush with nothing, coming back to more mm. than what I had. That <laughs> enabled me to buy a van. If I, I didn't... I haven't ended up Ooh, buying a van. But, and yeah. so when you talk about manifestation, it's because I was in a high vibration. I was in yeah. alignment with my true self. Yes. And because I was in alignment, I was be able to create subconsciously. Yep. I just put it out there and it happened without me needing mm. to do anything Oof. and that's because i was doing what was true to me yeah. so if we want to manifest we have to live in alignment to ourselves yeah so what's true to here not what we think what we think and that's where the deconditioning comes from to find behind the layers what are the st- like if you know like what are the steps Damn. in order to find your alignment like to know what is because a lot of like like we said before like people don't really know what they want they just mm. think they know what they want or what people have told them to yes. you know to go for in life yeah. right so how do you kind of strip those away and figure out like what yeah like what your calling is or what do you what's in your heart more so than what you what you think is in your mind like for you to chase 
So I believe, first of all, it starts with paying attention to our daydreams and what we see oh. in our dreams overnight. So, you know, sometimes you're just like sitting there and you're like, oh, that would be cool. Yeah. That's something real coming out of from here. And then also uh, practices that get us out of our head and into our body. So things like the things that I would do, breath work, meditation, embodiment, so just like dancing around or like letting emotions arise in my yeah. body to create space. Yeah. Um, ice baths. There's, there's so, so many modalities. Reiki, all of these things help us yeah. shift energy. And the more that we can clear the, the baggage. So if we know we have baggage, emotional baggage, conditioning, you know when you have a thought of or a response, like I've known, not noticed in the past where I respond to one of my parents in a certain way and I'm like, why am I responding like this? This doesn't feel true. Mm-hmm. We just have that inner knowing of like, this doesn't feel right, something yeah. doesn't feel right. Why does it feel right? Okay, what have I been taught? What did this? Sh- what is this showing me? Okay, how do I want to be? Yeah. And we just go down our own pathway of that. And we just try. We, yeah. we be open to try. You know, yeah, definitely. It, like, is what I'm currently doing fulfilling me? If the answer is no, then we know we're not in alignment. Yeah, yeah. like I was talking to my friend and she, f- like for the past year, has really suffered for with like just stress and anxiety and she never really had gone. Like she, obviously everyone deals with stress, but yes. it had never affected her to the point where her body was really telling her like that it can't handle it. Yep. Like she was breaking out in hives. She was just, just everything. Like her eyes were just going red, burning sensation. Wow. Like her body was just, just telling her that something needs to change. Mm. Yes. Like um, it was just physically, yep. it was, you know how it, like, yep. was just, it, it was physically showing yeah. Yeah. more so yeah. than it just being a mental thing. It was really yep. physically draining her. And, um, she had to tap into like she didn't know how to get rid of that stress. Yeah, that connected. Like, yeah, mind and body. she just didn't. Yeah. yeah, she just didn't know how to. And then she started like, you know, like doing yoga. Started to exercise and started to just go on walks. Yeah, and just kind of just be out there in nature. And it actually started to leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. like even the gut health and things like that. She would yeah. get like just you know really bad cramping and things like that. So mm-hmm. she and diarrhea and things like that. Sorry to put your business out there. <laughs> but well, uh, trying to clear out the shit. Yeah. yeah. So she just started to like get in a habit of, you know, just trying to figure out like a way. Cause look, a lot of the time people think, or just um, maybe exercise. That's a really good way of doing it. But um, yeah. it's, you know, to each his own, everyone's different. And also but exercise is part of conditioning. How, how what if, what was the first thing we used to see as a kid? Magazines, hot bodies, mm. work yeah. on your physical body. You've got to go to the, you go to the pump class and all of these things. Yeah. Like we've been yeah. conditioned to think that it's the body yeah. first. Anyway, carry on. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So she figured out like, okay, let me start just being one with self and just kind of like just mm. spending alone time. Yeah. And it really helped her. Mm-hmm. Like she came out on the other side in a sense and has like, I don't, she's, it's like a third eye in a sense. Like she just feels some sort of like awakening from it. Like Beautiful. she just, yeah. yeah, it's really good. And she did that herself, right? Yeah, she did it herself. Not, no, yeah. yeah. A lot of the time people That's think incredible. that you have to go to someone to figure no. these things out. And yes, there's times where you do, but like yeah. she just did it herself and yeah. it just cleared up. But she, yeah. Because your body will tell you first. Your body is your first sign. Like it will honestly tell you when enough is enough, or like mm. when you've really gone too far, or if it just can't handle it. Like a lot of the time, like you That's know, when so sometimes, true. yeah, like sometimes, 100%. um, like you know, when you think about, I don't know if you guys have done this, but like when you think about like like cramps mm-hmm. without having it, and then your mind will tell your body cramps and it kicks in, mm-hmm. or like a headache, mm. and then your body will honestly just create a headache for you. Yeah, and stress also can also st- stimulate those things to happen 100 percent. it's just yeah yeah it's really interesting people need to honestly yeah tap into yourself because it That's will it. your body will give you those signs as well yeah so. and I, I always find what's the most sad thing is is that we wait till we're living in physical discomfort 
before we create yeah. the change yeah. because we are that disconnected. Yeah. We're unable to know in our day-to-day, how am I feeling? Yeah. We don't actually take the time to check in and say, do I actually want to be getting up and going and doing this today? Yeah. yeah. It's just we're on autopilot. I yeah. think just that's why it was it. good that you went to, like, it's like you had to check in with yourself yeah. because you had nothing else to distract you, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we don't give ourselves that opportunity day-to-day. We just get up and continue. Continue. And and robots. Yeah. And a lot of the time where we make life, like life, um, What's the word I'm looking for? When we make decisions that really change us, it's like it's when we've really reached a breaking point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's unfortunate. Like, I don't know, like kind of like you said, like we don't need to reach that breaking point oh, in yeah. order to make a lifelong change. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it just, yeah. It's, I but think it's hard to get away from that. It is. Then it's like when do we it know, is. right? I think it, a lot like, of people that make changes, it is like it starts from trauma or it starts from like f- like feeling so low and then they start making changes. It's not usually like, yeah. unfortunately, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, it is. but it's the like case. Like when you hear about a drug addict that goes into rehab, you hear them like basically at a point of overdose. Yeah. yeah. And then they check in when their family mm-hmm. intervene and, you know, deal with the steps. It's like this there's so many warning signs where people yeah, could, you know what I mean? Like where you can make a change. But I think you also have to be in a space where you're ready to do that for yourself. 100%. Oh, definitely. 100%. Definitely. hundred percent. Mum, like your mum could be screaming to her face is blue. If you don't want to make that change, you don't want to make that change. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know? And I think that's one of the hardest things to accept as well. It is. Especially with family members. Like I have experience where certain family members aren't doing the best that they can for their life. Yeah. And I'm like, you deserve so much more. Yeah. And take and and just sitting back, being like, well, this is your life. You've got to do. What is you it hard do. for you being that you have tapped into that, and then like when you see the people around you that are so like clouded by yeah. like technology and everything else? Does that yeah. really? Um, it must be hard. It's very hard. And I've I drop back into it to to, to feel better almost. Yeah. I've noticed yeah. the cycles that I've been on since I've been back. Yeah. And I'm noticing now because i've been back longer how much i'm already falling back into old habits and ways of being and norm mm-hmm. the old norm for me you know yeah what I mean? yeah and yeah it is hard it is because you obviously don't want to just yeah because <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> you can't just be like look everything you're doing is wrong throw your phone away oh, of course, of course people look wrong at, yeah it's, it's, it's there is no right or wrong yeah that's the thing it's yeah. just is yeah their way of living yeah. i guess yeah exactly yeah. it's just yeah do you feel like you hard. sense people's energies I do. I pick up people's energies a lot. Okay. Because I'm in this space okay. as well. I work with people based on their energy. Yeah. How do you feel energy? Is it like, you know how some people, uh, like I've heard some people say they kind of get a, they see things in colour or mm. they just kind of get an aura about a person. Like how does that, how does that come to you? Same, the aura. The aura? Yeah. I can, and you can, it's, so there's a few, few things that I've learned is body language, how people show up in their body. Mm-hmm. Body is a, as, as we were just talking about, a representation. Our physical is a representation of our internal. So mm. physical reality, external reality, and how and that basically mirrors how we're feeling within. Okay. Um, and, yeah, how people just show up in their energy is what I pick up on. But it's also there's a fine line between me recognising the energy that I'm in. If I'm low, I, can, I sense that people are low, but I always have to question whether I'm just projecting, projecting. my mm. state mm. Yep. on okay. them or if that's their actual, actual state. Yeah. It's a practice that I just... So do you, when you come across like that dark energy, mm. right, and maybe that person <laughs> may not realise that they have that dark energy or whatever, do you kind of stay away from... What if there's... Some, like, have you ever come across somebody that you know? And that's... Yeah. Then you, oh, really? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> um, I... So I always ask for protection. 
So every day, every morning when I meditate, I will ask for protection. Yeah. And I put myself in a bubble. If I mean, you can believe that or you don't have to believe it, whatever. I do that. And then if there's somebody around who has dark energy, I will either – I call safety into my body first. So it's the number one thing as humans, we, we have safety yeah. within ourselves in any given moment. So I just – I have my own cues that I'll do and I'll just place my hands on my body in any way and just let my body know that I'm safe and I'll probably leave. I'll wow. leave the space. space. You'll leave yeah. the space? Yeah. Wow. If it's too – if it's – if I'm – if I don't want to be around it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, why the hell would I stay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It's hard sometimes because it's loved ones. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's the hard part. Like when you – Especially, like I think it's those ones that would affect your energy the, the most. most. It is, yeah. yeah, it is. If it's a, if it's a random, I was out last weekend, and there was a person around that had dark energy, and I was like, I can just stay away from you quite easily. But it was pretty powerful. Oh, and it was just like not. Nah, and how does it me. make you feel, like as a person? Oh, like almost like oh, how do I explain it? Do you get nauseous? Do you get like cramps? Just aware, like oh. really heightened awareness of like that's not safe. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess was the best way to say it. Yeah. Ooh. Good question. I haven't been asked that before. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh man. Like I've seen on your page that you've spoken about like the awaken. Um, do you want to elaborate on that? So the way that I do it's it like, is basically the way that I live. So. How I got in, how I created Awaken, which is this program, is basically all of my life experience and mm. how I've gone from who I was to who I am. And it started with physical weight, it started by training in the gym and the, how, that's the conditioning of society, right? It's always yeah. physical first. Mental health is a massive one as well now, but I feel like emotional health is, is still on the come up. Um, so I started training myself and training people. And then so I created that, that aspect of it and the physical part of Awaken. So Awaken's broken up into body, mind and spirit or body, mind and soul. Mm-hmm. And the body aspect talks about training our physical health. It also speaks into what you mentioned as well with the f- how our physical body shows up. So how the physical body is a manifestation of our emotional health. Yeah. Um, and how to basically heal the body physically through healing the emotions. So we go back to a time where I used to suffer really bad lower back. I always was injured in my lower back. I always had issues with it. And I went back into my life the first time it started and started to really tap into how I was feeling back then and see if there was a relationship between how I was feeling when I first started getting back issues to every other time that my back issues came up in my life. Because mm. that is how my body speaks to me. It speaks to me through my back. That's just the weakness in, in my area. And so I really noticed that it began from people-pleasing, bending over backwards for other people, lack mm. of support for myself, and lower back also is related to financial stress. Yep. And so I then started figuring that out because I was so injured for so long and I was going to chiropractors, physios, doing what I needed to do, starting to try to heal externally. I was still suffering back pain and I was like, there's something more to this. There has to be something more because how can I be doing everything that I'm told and there mm. still be issue? There yeah. has to be something that's causing this. And that's when I started kind of doing my own healing around that. So I combined that with training, keeping my body strong. And so I implemented that in with clients. So as I'm working with people, they're coming to me with issues or injuries. I'm like, okay, well, let's look in the emotional. So I added that into Awaken. And then the mindset side of stuff, which was childhood conditioning. 
So I started noticing the patterns and how I was showing up in life and how people were showing up in their life and having conversations and where our conditioning lies. And I was very fascinated by it. So I started studying NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. Mm-hmm. And that basically teaches us and shows us when the, when our brain starts to form our belief systems and how and why they're formed. And that's basically from what we see and what we feel in our childhood home, not necessarily what we've been spoken to not not how we've been educated yeah by words it's how we see what we see and how we feel yeah and anytime we've felt an emotional imprint or there's an incident or a person or an experience in life that gave us an emotional imprint our body holds on to that no matter what no matter how big or how small or whatever we want to call it it will always hold on to that and based on that feeling our brain will create a belief system Mm. automatically so that's not something we do consciously this happens between the age of zero to seven And then what happens from the age of eight onwards, it's like the veil becomes thinner and we start to create our own meaning of life, but we do it based on the um, belief systems that have been created. So we start to step forward in life with the conditioning between the ages zero to seven. So however we felt or whatever we saw was basically our own blueprint moving forward. Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. But is that truth to who we are at our core? From birth, no, that's what we've been taught. So how do we unlearn all of that Mm. and come back to our truth, basically? And that's what the practices are. And then with my own journey, my own healing, I found breath work, Mm -hmm. which is the best thing ever. Um, And so from breath work, I started – I had some wild experiences from breathing. and Oh, yeah, we saw (laughs) on your thing. Yeah, I share I shared yeah, heaps. I about saw some of them. Breath work. It's, um, on. it's our life force energy. And mm. our breath allows us to get out of our head, like you were saying, and into our body. And mm. it shows us, like it can literally show us what has been stored, when it's been stored. Mm-hmm. Usually we go into a breath work session thinking we want to fix something. Mm-hmm. But the original cause from what we want to fix is from the age of zero to seven. So our breath can take us back to that mm-hmm. moment in time and show us this was the moment. Wow. And yeah, it's, it's powerful. Fire, yeah. And... When we know that moment, we can fix it because we know that that's not truth. We know that that's just a moment in our life that created something within our body. Yeah. And because in a breathwork journey we can go back to that, we actually feel all of the emotion that we didn't allow ourselves to feel at that time because we didn't know how. We feel it all and then it's healed potentially. It's not. I, don't, I think one of the questions you said was how do we know if we're ever healed? Oh. I can't remember. Just leading into that. But yeah. Um, what is like what do you – yeah. It was like, what is your definition, definition of healing? healing. <laughs> yeah. And how, how do you know when you've healed? Um, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's just a feeling within the body and a knowing that when we show up to a certain p- person or situation that may have caused that feeling in the first place, it allows us – the feeling in the body is different. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So like – you mean like as in how you feel within? Yes. So okay. I don't. I no longer have the same response in okay. my body from the past. Okay. I now. I know. I now. So do you feel like you're still on a journey of healing, or do you feel like you've healed? I don't think we're ever fully healed. Yeah. I don't think there is an end. I think we just consistently evolve. So you, it's like constantly, consistently doing that work, doing yep. that inner work. It's yeah. just showing up for ourselves and yeah, the truth. Showing up for us. The truth that lies within. Yeah, definitely. So the awaken is basically. A six-week journey that you that kind of worked for you that you're implementing for correct yeah yeah so okay. over the years all of the work that I've done over the years 
with people and with myself, I yeah. now put it into the program. Yeah. And offer that. Would you say that was like your journey to point to healing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think my journey that I have been on has led me to this point. Talking yeah. about purpose. Yeah. This is now your purpose. The purpose for me is to show up and help in this way. And do you know what you were saying before, right? Go um, on. About um, how when you were at your mum's house and you saw that you wanted to be a teacher, you're pretty much a teacher. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I am teaching just in yeah. a different way. Wow. In a way that's so in alignment with who I am. Yeah. Not, uh, patriarchy way of teaching yeah and that's how i think we are as humans are, yeah. we learn th- from each other through life experience yeah not by yeah. textbook yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know so and the true. more that we go out and experience life the mm-hmm. more that we learn yeah the more that we do that and like, the more that we know about it ourselves 100 yeah. percent. and that then i do breath work someone's like wow i want to do breath work so they yeah. go and do breath work yeah. and then they go and do breath work and we all become leaders yeah in our own way by yeah. who we are and what we do with life yeah can you explain, like, what breathwork is specifically? Like, for me, I'm not really well-versed in yeah. it at all. Like, what does the process look like? So the process looks like basically breathing in and out through our mouth. Yeah. So we breathe through our nose every day, yeah. basic, basic breathing. Yeah. We breathe in and out through our mouth. So it's I'll show you the breath. So basically we breathe deep into our belly. A lot of our emotional experiences are stored from our, in our pelvis area. It does show up in other areas of the body, but that's kind of where it The main source. Lands. Yeah. Yeah. Good way to say it. Um, and so we breathe deep into our belly through our mouth and then we bring it up to our heart and then we exhale. So and it, it, you do it more of a, of a cycle. So it goes. Wow. And you do that. You can already see just after two breaths, my mouth gets dry. Yeah. yeah. And what it does is, is it mixes up the carbon dioxide and oxygen within the body and that starts to create change. So on a cellular level, it starts healing because we're not in our normal state. Mm-hmm. We, we take, we basically go from our rest and digest to our parasympathetic state, which is it, it activates our nervous system. Mm-hmm. When our nervous system is activated, we see what's what's inside, and then basically you just keep breathing that that breath. You can go faster, you can go slower, doesn't matter. It's just how you feel at the time, and it will just take you on a journey. It, it's it's never the same, mm. and it will literally just show you what has been stored within what is what your body is holding on to and you'll feel feel i really want to do breath work yeah i'm I'm into all of this it's so beautiful it's so powerful like i truly believe that there is nothing more powerful than our own breath we can do plant medicines and we can do all these other healing modalities but it's a self-healing modality Mm -hmm. because i'm not sitting there breathing for you you're sitting there breathing and you're doing it yourself i'm just there supporting yeah Yeah. so there's create safety and guidance, especially if, if, it, if it's new, it's nice to have someone there. Yeah. But basically what it does is it just, yeah, creates a different pattern within the breath. Easy, easy way to put it. And then, yeah, we feel, we see things. I'm very visual, so I will see. Yep. And it's true expression. It allows us to truly express in the full way of what it's like to be a human. Because yeah. we, d- we dumb ourselves down a lot. Yeah. And, you know, a, t- a child having... Child screaming in a shop is deemed having a tantrum. Yeah, it's deemed a bad child. The the mother or the parent is deemed a bad parenting because mm-hmm. their child is just simply expressing. Yeah, in the way that a natural human knows how to, and that's just express. Mm. What actually happens is, is it only actually takes 120 seconds for our body to have an emotion enter and leave. Only only two minutes. If we were to sit there with an emotion that rises, if if we get angry throughout the day and sit there and let that anger come up and feel it and just be like, fuck, I'm angry. Mm-hmm. It will take two minutes for it to pass. But because we don't do that, we block it mm-hmm. because we don't want to be out there. We don't want to scream. We don't want to yell. We, we're in work or whatever. That then stores in our body. 
And so that anger just gets pushed down. Mm. Next day happens. Oh, this, my mum pissed me off. My dad pissed me off or whoever. That anger gets pushed down again and pushed down again and pushed down again. And that's when we end up with physical illness. Mm. But if we actually just sit there and allow it to happen, it's two minutes. Yeah. And you're done. And you're done. <laughs> and you haven't stored it's it. And yeah. it's not stored and it's not mm. causing us physical illness. Yeah, that's so true. Because for me, like I'm not, uh, I'm not really um, in touch with my emotions. Okay. Like expressive especially like I'm just not like yeah I'm just not that person so like I don't really cry that much but when I do cry it's interesting because I physically it really takes a toll on my body Mm -hmm. like I I get like my head pounds my heart really beats really hard and it just like it really drains me like sometimes even after a cry I actually have to sleep I knock out yeah like because I don't cry that often so when I do it it, my whole body just goes through this massive toll. It just feels like yeah. I've just been hit in like a car crash or something. My yeah. body just goes through a shock. Yeah. But when I do release that, you just feel so much lighter yeah. within. And imagine doing that frequently. Yeah. And how much space. So when we create space in our body, remember how I was saying before our physical reality is a representation of our internal reality? Yeah. If we have more space in our body, we have more space externally to create what we actually want. Yeah. It's called the law of vacuum. It's a universal law. It's like the law of gravity. Gravity is always there. Mm -hmm. The law of vacuum is one. And it basically means that whenever we create space, the universe will automatically give us something to replace that space. Mm. So, and usually because we're healing, it brings something in that we actually want that's in alignment with us. Have you ever noticed after you cried and you let that out the next day something goes really well? Yeah. Yeah. You just feel good. Yeah. Yeah, Like I always feel good right after. And, And how much do we enjoy life when we're feeling good right yeah. when we're yeah. feeling good we're in alignment when we're in alignment we can create and that's where manifestation comes back in yeah but we have to be willing to create that space yeah mm-hmm. and and let the fear out let the tears out let the anger out fucking yeah. go off if we need to yeah in I a safe environment that mm-hmm. that's me like exactly that like i'm not an emotional person at all we're, hu- we're all humans are emotional we, I just don't know. No, no, you're right. But like, I don't like allow I don't myself. It. I don't allow I myself to, to say, be that. I used to think I'm so strong because I don't cry. Yeah, that's that me. That was my thing. I'm like, I don't cry. Like, I got this. Damn, that's me. Nah. Nah. That's me. That was actually suppression. Because it's, yeah, wow. it is. It I is. cry so much, but I know I'm strong. Damn, sis, you ain't gonna yeah. come for me like that. Like, like yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I tap it in with like vulnerability and weakness. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, because and I don't like that. That's what society teaches us. Yeah. yeah. If you're vulnerable, you're weak. Don't yeah. show you vulnerable. Yeah. You're strong. Mm. No, it's not. Strength is vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. So like for me, like I've just always been that way. I was raised that way. Yeah. Just, like, Same. Like society and everything. So it's just like. For me to show that, yeah. even I'm so I'm, like, it's weird because I'm even afraid to show it to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing showing it to other people. Yeah. Like that's just not who I am. Yeah. But like for me to even acknowledge it to myself yeah. is, it's hard enough. Yeah. So like, yeah. So when I do cry, it's like built up yeah. Yeah. because it doesn't happen often. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. built yeah. up it emotion. It pents up. Yeah. yeah and it yeah. physically hurts physically me. Hurts. Yeah. It really hurts. I get a headache and everything. I have to knock yeah. out. Like, it just takes a toll on my body. I but then after, I feel, like, amazing. I feel so I clear. Sw- it's really crazy yeah. how, like, how you, like, that emotion, emotions can, like, affect your physical, like, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's what I believe in the elderly. We have this whole mindset that it's just wear and tear. I'm just old, right? Yeah. But my question is, is why do some elderly people experience dementia and some experience heart mm. attack? And I believe it's the final manifestation of the emotions that's been stored in their body the whole their whole life. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. Well, it's... It, there's, I can send you so many different resources that yeah. like talk yeah. about all of this type of stuff, but dementia and heart attacks, one's in the mind, one's in the heart. Like how did they treat their heart and how did they treat their mind mm-hmm. and how were they throughout their life? 
I believe that it's, it's that's the manifestation. You know, they say yeah. that um, the pe- people that um, practice mindfulness like daily are the ones that live the longest. Because it's like, clear. There's no, there's nothing like yeah. toxic within. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's cool. My stuff. mind is. Bomboozled right now. <laughs> 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 I did a lot of oh, there's so I much. Just, I yeah. can, like I love work this. is. I literally grieved talking about physical pain. Yeah. After one of my first breathwork journeys, I grieved my own death. Oh, for like you know that feeling when someone dies and it's yeah. grief and like you feel cold and and hurt. Yeah. yeah. I literally had that. Were you saying you? were yes. you saying goodbye <laughs> to the old you or kind of yeah. thing? Uh, yeah. So this was the first time I had done breathwork with. My, who are now my mentors, who taught me how to teach breathwork. And I was laying on the floor in my house and I was like, okay, cool, I'm just going to do this breathwork session. COVID hit, had hit yeah. a couple years ago. I was like, oh, it's online. I'll just I hit this breathwork session up. And I'm laying there and I'm breathing and I'm breathing. And it's cool because it's done to music. So it's basically music. We're all connected to music. Yeah. We're all connected to lyrics. It evokes yeah. emotion. I wasn't even re- – I can't even remember the music of this, but the music was playing – and then we breathe that breath for about 45 minutes and you feel the physical extremities in your body. Like the main thing is called tetany and you look like a lobster, like your hands are like this. And that means two things. Either we're not surrendering and letting go and we're holding on for dear life or our body is having a bit of a heightened response to the breath. But you feel physical pain in your body. Like you can feel cold, hot, shivers, crying, yelling, screaming, whatever. Anyway, so I'm breathing, I'm breathing, and then at the end of it you get time to rest, about 10 to 15 minutes just to lay there, and that's when you can feel your body and be and have this experience. So I actually had DMT release from my pineal gland, mm. and that we have our own DMT. And what happened was I'm laying there, and all of a sudden I'm in heaven. And a very, very, very visual moment, and I'm in heaven, and there's this angel standing by a door. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And she's like, come on. You don't need this anymore. You don't need everything that you're holding on to. And I'm like, okay. And all of a sudden, these different versions of me just start drifting up from my body. Oh my I'm like, levitate. Oh my god. No, I wasn't Stop. levitating. I could just see these versions of me. And I'm and she's just like ushering all these versions of me into the door. Wow. And they're just going, and I'm like laying there, and I'm I'm conscious. Obviously, I'm alive, yeah. but I'm out of it. I'm in another yeah. world. Another realm. Yeah, another realm. And then. Um, then all of a sudden this last version of me and it's like I was holding onto my own hand and she was holding onto me pulling and my hand was in the air, my physical hand was in the air holding. Oh my God. I didn't know this at the time until I came out of it and she's like, let go, you don't need this. You do not need this version of you, just let it go. And she was really gentle and soft but really like you've just got to let it go. Mm-hmm. And so I just let go of this of my hand and my hand just like opened up and this last version of me just like left my body and she just like looked back at me shut the door and went away. Wow. And then I was just laying there and then I'm like, okay. And then I hear Jason, my mentor, and he's like, okay, time to come out, like come back into your body. And he called it back in. And I'm laying there and I opened my eyes. It's like, where the hell am I? Like I felt completely out of it. I I went like this, like I touched my body. I'm like, am I here? Am I here? And then I sat up and I looked at the clock and it was like 11, 11. I don't know if you guys believe in numerology and all that, but it was like 11, 11, 11, number one represents new beginnings. It was like 11, 11 on the clock and I was like, fuck, okay. So I sat up, went and put a hoodie on straight. It was like middle of day. It's 11 o'clock and sunny and I put a hoodie on. What the hell just happened? Like what just happened to me? I felt like I had, you know, and I was like shivering and cold. So I just need to get to the beach and I went to the beach and it was like I was sitting there and just kind of like 
thinking about the situation and what just happened and it was like you just experienced a full ego death ego death of all of the versions of myself that no longer mm. were in alignment with me I was supposed to go to work and train people this afternoon that afternoon and I was like nah I can't like I need this time I feel like I'm grieving yeah and it was and I just kept getting confirmation it was like you're, you're grieving your own death <sighs> and then that was hectic and then that's that, so hectic yeah wow. the rest of the day and then I woke up the next day and I felt like clear it was like a blank canvas. It was like I opened up a new book that was empty and every yep. decision or thing that I said was create was recreating the story. Wow. And I was like, holy moly, that was just from breathing. Like all oh I did God. was breathe. I didn't take anything. I was on no psychedelics or nothing. I just <laughs> was breathing. Mm. And I was like, wow, this stuff is epic. And then me being me, I did like three sessions a week, four sessions a week. Like what else can I get out of this? Oh my God. That's and is that something that happens a lot for you? Like you, like someone who visually prophesizes, like if that's the word you'd like to use. Yeah. And that's, I've learned that since doing breath work. Yeah. I always used to find it quite hard and especially in a meditation to sit down and visualize things. But now yeah. I'm usually in a breath work journey, I, I will go somewhere. Yeah. But it's always different. Like at the start, because I, f- I feel like there was so much to get out of my body now when I breathe, it's really just calm. Yeah. And I did a breathwork journey just a couple of days ago and I was just breathing really softly. And all I did was just shed a few tears and that's all that I needed. And I gained so much clarity in that because I was in a, it was in a clear conscious state within my body. I was able to receive information, basically, that was helping me with my next steps in life. And, and that's just the breath. So it can be a deep traumatic release. It yeah. brings up trauma from the past. Yeah. And we, we, we regulate our nervous system in that. So it teaches our body, to A, to understand what it feels like to have this in our body, B, that we're safe, and B, that we can continue on with life in a, in a clear mm. way. Yeah. So when we do that in a safe environment, we're then able to handle the stresses and the traumas and things in life that come up in any given moment. Yeah. It's really cool. So awesome. That's really good. That's yeah. like, yeah, that's something I'd be really interested in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Come for a session. It's like, it's, it's normal. It's just not common. Yeah. Mm. That's the thing. That's the thing. And we don't want to do things that are uncommon. Yeah. You know, but it is, there's a, so much breath work around now. Breath yeah. work is everywhere. Oh, yeah, it is. And it's, it's such a, yeah. It's, it's cool, but then it's also like not because it's not done always in integrity right. when there's mass, mm. but it's everyone's journey, you know, but yeah. we all have breath. It's our own life force energy. And we yeah. can go in with an intention to receive what we want. Mm-hmm. I had, I went in with uh, an intention of one of my sessions to, my whole business structure and it came to me in my breath it just everything came out wow okay cool and just go and implement it yeah because what's there not to trust when it's coming from within you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah wow. i talk about this all day honestly, <laughs> honestly. Okay, i have a bit of a controversial question go on oh. like do you feel like um manifestation and like breath work and stuff can align with like christian values and like all of that kind of stuff just as a general question I believe with religion and spirituality and all these things that yeah. we all believe in a, in a greater good. Yeah. Regardless of the name. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like with regardless to whatever religion it mm. is, it can all be combined. Yeah. It's just our own perception of what that greater good is. Yeah. And how we compartmentalize that in our own brain and how that feels within us. Yeah. Spirituality, whatever religion it is, mm. all religions, I believe it's just we, we all have a belief in something greater. Yeah. That created us. Yeah, that's and, true. And that's it. Yeah, when you strip all that away, like all the politics and just all the, you know, the rules and, and like just everything yeah, else. Yeah. It, yeah, it's like 
yeah, we all have that same greater understanding of a you know high being, yeah. regardless yeah, of how you how you look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And anyone can manifest. It's not like manifestation and energy is there for only spiritual people or only yeah. Christian people, for example, and not to anybody else. Yeah, it's always there. It's not like gravity is on for me and gravity is off for you. Yeah, yeah. it's the same That's thing. True. It's the same. It's the same thing. I only ask because, like, you see, like, in some of these very prolific African churches, for example, they do like um, when they do like deliverances and stuff. Mm. It sounds very similar. Yeah, and like some of these prophets, they see some of these things, and like it's sounds very similar to like some of those visions that you have when you're yeah. when you're doing your breath work it's just interesting like we're all humans yeah it's we're, that's the thing like we have we're so much power we do yeah and we each have our own power we each have our own our own soul that is living in this current body yeah and our soul's experience previously to being here right now in this moment has all of this wisdom and that wisdom lies within us currently and breathwork and all these things allows us to tap into that wisdom. Yeah. Without the conditioning and the belief systems. Yeah. Because the belief systems that we have may not necessarily be true to who we are that's deep it. at our core. And that's what I feel, like I believe our purpose is as a whole, is to find our own truth. As individuals. As an individual. Wow. Oh. Wow. Beautiful. Like I was saying earlier, like, sorry, off topic. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know how I just feel like you look so fresh being that you shaved your head and everything. <laughs> Do you think like, was that out of like just being, you know, being in the bush and things like that just for comfort or was mm. it more so like, you know how people revert back to like the Britney Spears breakdown and <laughs> yeah. how she like shaved her head yeah. and it's yeah. just like, now when we look back at it, we're like, I understand that. It was yeah. liberating. It's liberating. You feel yeah. free. Yeah. And like, I like that idea of where women feel like when people do shave their head, it's like my beauty does not be is not defined by my hair. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the time, 100%. like I can speak for myself, I'm like I definitely pride my hair. Like I put yeah. a lot of like uh, emphasis. Yeah, mm-hmm. like just because I just feel I'd be so naked without it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't know how my head would look with just. A sh- I don't know if I have a good head. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so every head's a good head. Yeah, true. <laughs> but how do you um like? What was your decision? Like, were you afraid of it, or were you kind of like I've always wanted to shave my head? Um, very similar. So I was attached to the way that my hair looked. I was, I'd get compliments always, mm. always getting compliments on my hair. It very was fucking luscious. epic. Yeah. Very, very cool. But then I was like, I, my beauty is defined by my hair. Yeah. Okay. And I started to notice that attachment that I had. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, who would I be without my hair? And that question, when that question kind of landed, I was like, oh, I've got to find out. There's only one way to find out. Right. And I, I've had short hair in the past and not this mm. and not how it was just before I shaved it but we were just literally in the bush and we got the kitchen scissors my two friends oh and we sat there God. and just put I had a few dreads so were I had you about, crying or no I was shitting myself yeah. because I didn't know who I who I was yeah, yeah. it's scary that was unknown and you didn't yeah. have a, they showed you at the end yeah yeah so yeah there, I didn't have a mirror yeah. So I had about I had seven dreads, just a, a line of dreads, and so they cut the dreads off first. And I was like, oh my god, this is exciting! Mm. And then they just put hair ties around my head, just hair lackeys in the line, and cut, trying to make it kind of even because I didn't know how short I wanted it at that point. I was like, do I want to go bald straight away, or do I want to have a bit of time with short hair? Yeah. And then I did the first snip, and I just like cut this hair. My hair was long. Yeah, like, yeah it was like it down was. to here. Wow. And I was like, oh my god. Oh my god! And I was just freaking out, but I was so excited because yeah. I had been in the bush already for I don't know a few weeks or a month. By this point, I can't remember. Um, oh my god! What a shock to your family! 
Go yeah. to the bush, come back. No, like <laughs> shaved, like, like <laughs> dirty. <laughs> um, but I, it was a shock to me. I remember this one particular moment. I was walking around Broome and I was like, who the hell am I? Yeah. Like, yeah. Full on this like primal woman okay. who I had never even recognised I knew was inside of me. But all of this was part of that. I'm telling I find sorry to cut you off. Okay. I just find it very attractive. It's, when yeah. it, I, a friend Amal, she shaved her head or cut it. I love it. Like mm. I just find it so beautiful when a woman does it. Yeah. I think it's just when you're it's just incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. just so beautiful to me. Yeah, and I feel like it takes a lot of confidence. Though, like it just yeah. looks so good. It's I just hard. love it. It's like hard. I, I had the first two weeks was like I look like a boy. What's people going to think of me? Mm. Do I just want to stay in the bush until it grows back? Mm. Like. What, and it was the stories that I was creating about myself, but it actually initiated me into femininity even more mm. wow. yeah. because I was yeah. like, I am my energy. I'm yep. not what I wear. I'm yep. not what I look like. I'm, I'm how I embody myself. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. like that. <laughs> so are we all going to go bold? Monday. No, I'm not. It really stepped me into having to show up how I wanted to show up, not behind clothing, yeah. not yeah. behind hair, not behind mm-hmm. styles yeah. and makeup yeah. and all these things. Yeah. yeah. And, and look and at you, bad bitch. The gym, <laughs> man. No, for real. It's very beautiful. Personally, you know what? Let me not say never, but I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I I haven't attached. That's to living my hair. in fear, isn't it? It is. I'm, what, what, let me live in my fear. It's yeah. a scary thing, but that's how we teach ourselves yeah. that we can do anything. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's funny. Sorry, I'm still talking. Is are we all good? No, yeah, no, yeah, no, we're, we're good. Going. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Keep going. Um, I've noticed. Oh. The different how men show up differently towards me. Mm. Really? So I've oh, had really? some some men who are who are okay and they're just like fuck yeah. Yeah. But a couple of guys who who ha- I have felt one of them was the dark energy that we we're talking about before. Mm. Um, at the weekend, he was like, "Oh, so what? Do you fucking eat out girls now?" And, <gasps> stuff? and I was like, "Oh my no god!" No way. Oh, yeah, I was like, "What energy. do you mean?" Sure. And he was like, "Well, it's a pretty fucking lesbian thing to do by cutting off your hair." I was like, first of all, oh my god, even if that is the case, what the fuck's the problem?" Yeah. yeah. And second of all, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah. Just like, and I was like, that. "I was like, yeah. it's actually, Disgusting. I was actually, it's really feminine, and you're just." You're just a bit threatened by it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. And it is hundred like, percent. That's true. Hmm. Facts. He That's just like walked away, and I was like, loser. "You can't handle it because you couldn't do this." You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. And it was a just lot. I would feel. I would think that too. I think a lot of guys would kind of like f- feel intimidated by a woman that has that can do it. Yeah. That confidence, but as that well. conf- that type of confidence, I feel yeah. like a, a weak-minded men would feel. Yeah. Like yes. intimidated by that, I not approachable. I'm like, am I going to be alone forever? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want that person regardless. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, man. I think you want someone who will actually appreciate your energy. And I love and that. Vibe. That's yeah. what it you is. Too. Yeah, like, you're not validated by a man, Fuck and that. also you're not validated by the hair on your head. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Or the way you look. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I've heard people say, like they just want to be free in a sense where they kind of feel like they're just. I felt yeah. all this heaviness and timelines and emotional attachments and people to my hair. Mm. And I was like, get off me. Yeah. And I did keep a little dread just for a bit, just for fun. Yeah. And I <laughs> yeah. could even still feel that. I was like, ugh, it's just the past. I don't want the past yeah. on my body. Do you think you could grow back your hair or are you just... I'm not for a while. Not for a while. I'm going to bleach it and I'm going to go <gasps> do a different... Yes. Oh I'm just going to fuck around my body. Oh yes, yes, that's amazing. You should bleach it. I'm going to yeah. live through you. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you going to do, blonde or something? I'll bleach it first, blonde. Have wow. that for a bit and then... 
I want to do like violet and pink. Go yes. yes. Do it. Life. I love this. <laughs> it's, I really so love it. it's also a way of expression. Yeah, yeah 100%. You know? it's, it's still a way that I can express. It's like art. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's what it is for me with my hair because I do so many different things with it. Yeah. And like if I was to shave it, I guess I could wear a wig. I love wigs. But still, it's just definitely expression. Yeah. 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 But that's where I feel like it's allowed me to express my energy. Mm. Okay. And how I want to show up in my energy rather than what's on my head or what I'm wearing. Yeah. Wow. Because we were naked so long up north literally spent most days naked it was really just showed me I was like it fully gave me the understanding and knowing of what it's like just to be a body Mm. and we're just a body yeah we're just our soul in a body in in a physical form and it doesn't actually define who we are at our core that that kind of separation of the two why were you guys naked just why not why not yeah wow so there wasn't any Adam and Eve style um, like reason for it it was just like we just like why would we wear clothes okay. when we're out here and we can be stripped back yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. is that you know? something that you practice like all the time or it was just in that time period in time more so in that time but yeah. now yeah. i spend a lot of time as as often as i yeah, can yeah because like obviously you There's can't be walking so outside nice about just sitting on the floor you know against a tree like that's proper grounding and earthing yeah. and connection yeah. you know without this yeah. It was really cool. I didn't, I didn't go. It's more if you freeing, hadn't told me it? that I was going to go to Broome and shave my head and walk around naked for two months, <laughs> I would have been like, fucking happening. <laughs> it happened. Wow. wow. Oh people, my God. people feel free when they're naked as well. Definitely, yeah. Like, Do you yeah. feel free when you're naked? Yeah, definitely. There you go. Yeah. 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 So it's so a freeing thing, liberating. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's just a very... Um, foreign concept like for me isn't like that wild though yeah that it is it is fast to be naked naked it's, it's and just like that's your natural like, form that's yeah. how we're born yeah do you know what's crazy <laughs> it's like the womb with freaking yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like society that have like sexualized um our yeah. bodies but our bodies. really that's that's it's our body it's our natural state you know one of my friends had messaged me when i first cut it and there's a photo on my instagram i've kind of like blurred out my boobs because i cut it all off without clothes on well some of it and um he was like oh I just I want to comment and let you know that like I really like your hair it looks really good but I don't want to comment on the photo because you're naked and I'm like just send it I was like it's not sexualizing it can yeah. we just normalize praising yeah. people yeah. regardless of whether they got clothes on or not yeah, yeah. Just, and, and that just in that moment showed me how conditioned we are like yeah. a man can't, cannot even comment on a female's hair because she doesn't have a top on yeah it it's so weird like wow the whole idea of like <laughs> men and women both have nipples. You probably got but like yes. a man's that. nipple is like yeah. seen as yeah, like whatever he can walk around with his shirt Free off. The nip, but a, man. but a woman, it's like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go to the beach now, topless. Oh, like every time I'm like, no one says anything. No, no one really? says anything. No, I, I people. Some people look. I'm like, all right, mate. Like just fuck off. So now. you're talking like Scarborough Beach, Scarborough Beach, I'm Thursday there. markets, <laughs> topless. <laughs> not walking around. The not walking around, but I'll at be the, like, in the, the beach. Water. Yeah, yeah. yeah and no one's amazing. Amazing. I always There's want to be anything. topless. Isn't it yeah. crazy that you can get arrested for that? Only if you're butt naked. Oh, not topless. You can. We can be topless. Yeah. You just can't. Be. I've been naked at Scarborough, just for fun. Let's just yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't say anything. That's People crazy. Look. So if you're butt but naked, it's cool. then the it's like... The other day I was there, convinced my friend to do it, and then, like, two other girls get their kid off. I'm like, yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just like naked, well, half-naked girls on the beach. I'm like, Love this that. is so good. We all want to do it. Yeah. It was a bit uncomfortable at the start. Oh, yeah. But I was like, why am I uncomfortable? I just questioned myself. Like, I've mm. just spent two months up there. What's the difference? It's just people. Yeah. If wow. they have an issue with it, that's their issue. I'm yeah. not the yeah. issue. Yeah. 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 Facts. 
Wow. So, yeah, Bald Head oh Club God. and Naked Girls, let's go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm excited oh. to see you on th- Thursday. Thursday markets. We're walking around topless, yeah? Not at the markets. <laughs> I mean, yeah. In the beach. Nah, nah, the beach, yeah. Why, why, why That's amazing. <laughs> That's probably a bit full. <laughs> yeah. Well, Abby, thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like we should wrap it up here. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Thank you. Like, uh, this, this has been so amazing. It's, it's been really fun. That was I feel very like enlightened. Yes. <laughs> Definitely yeah. going to hit you up. My mind sure. is like, yeah. like <laughs> I don't even have words. Like, it was you really good. are incredible. Like, Just like the oh, definition oh, of wholesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's hard work. Yeah, no, sounds like it. it. <laughs> it's fun though. It's a lot that goes That's into it. That's the one it. thing I always say is just bring the joy. Like yes. people are breathing, I'll be facilitating a breathwork class, and everyone's like having this full release, and I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> dancing around them because we have to feel that the light. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely not all about fucking positivity and light, but it helps. Yeah, you know. I think yeah, that's like one thing I want people to like take away from this, including myself. It's like all that work that that goes into it it's not as just like just waking up yeah. and you no, have no. to put in the it's work it's not about being aerial fairy yeah. it's literally you it's have literally to put in showing that. up yeah. it's like being willing why yeah. living why in your truth we, this was one of the things i remember when i first started getting into the stuff i was like okay i've ticked that box like it's never going to come back again and no mm. it yeah. comes back and it comes back and it yeah. comes mm. back we just get better at it yeah. Yeah. yeah but it was like i was like why do i find it so difficult to show up for myself yeah why yeah. does it feel like a chore for me to like yeah. meditate or why does it feel like a chore for me to um, dedicate time to myself yeah this is fucked up yeah, <laughs> yeah i feel that man um, anyway oh my God. you can show but up for other people but you can't show up for yourself, yourself. Yeah. it's weird yeah. mm-hmm. well abby thank you so much thank um, you. you guys we are going to put links for awaken on our link tree because i think this is something that would be so beneficial for every oh. single person yes Thanks. yeah a so perfect wave 2022 started right yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> manifesting oh, positivity but thank you so much once again for joining us thank it's you, been sis. such a vibe you guys already know how it is we have episodes that drop every single tuesday and yeah if you're new here welcome um we you can find us on spotify you can find us on all of the medias that you want to we are i can't even speak <laughs> I you're you, doing well. yeah i thought you're doing fine too <laughs> you can find our links in our bio on our instagram at left out podcast so yeah it has been your local bad girl your local stallion miss chira it's naz and it's bevs and abby abby <laughs> abby <laughs> All right, we'll catch you next week. You guys be blessed. Bye. Bye. Bye.